Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because at some point, I just want to know, like, hey, sincerely, what are you hoping to get out of this? Do you want me to feel badly about myself? Do you want me to change my behavior? Are you trying to win an argument? What is up, everybody? Welcome to Relationship Theory. I am your co-host, Tom Bilyeu, and I am here with my beautiful wife who has changed her hair up. Lisa Billy, what is up? Keeping it fresh, baby. There you go. This comes from Facebook from Lever Hansen. Hi, Tom and Lisa. Could you please share your experience on being surrounded by friends and family that has a totally different view on the world? It is hard to be surrounded by people who can't really imagine what it is to have so much passion and drive. We hear all the time that we should surround ourselves with people who are only going to lift you up. But what about old friends and family? What if you're not? What if they are not supportive at all? Additionally is it very hard to know that you are spending time on people who no longer add value to your life thanks in advance greetings from denmark denmark wow what is up denmark uh so to me this is the world's easiest thing to deal with it causes exactly zero stress in my life and i learned very early on that uh, as long as i don't try to convince them to think like i think and to meet them in a place of compassion. And how does that play out? Because that, like, to be honest, like, even that sounds like um, woo-woo. That is as close as I can get to that. In reality, when I'm hanging around people that I care about, either just because I'm related to them or they're a historical figure in my life or whatever, um, what's actually going through my mind is I just want to see, like, their humanity. I want to see what they're like. I want to see what they're interested in. I'm not worried about convincing. I am so, I know I'm right (laughs) to the core of my fucking being that the way that I think is advantageous. That's it. Not that it's the only way to think, just that it is advantageous. It has served me so insanely well. So what possibly could, like, I don't feel any insecurity about the way that I think. I don't need their approval. Like, and when I say that, it isn't some active, like, I don't need your motherfucking approval. It is like the world's most passive. I am not interested. I'm not even thinking about it. Their approval isn't on my mind. It is just, hey, cool. I'm encountering this human being. Like, where's their mind at? What are they thinking about? What do they find important? What excites them? What scares them? Like, it's just interesting. So, Meet people with like a curiosity, find out who they are, what they're about. Like, don't worry about convincing them or needing them to think that the way that you are is the right way. And when people assail me, and this happens very routinely with people that either they've encountered the content or what have you, it's, it is so like non-threatening to me and I don't try to convince them. So if somebody were like, 
hey, don't you think, let's just go, this just happened. So doing the, in fact, we're going to be talking about it today in the team meetup. So we did the meet and greet in New York. It was in a bar, risky proposition. Um, and there was, there was some mixed crowd going on. Some people that were there with us, some that weren't, and they were essentially heckling me. And the, one of the criticisms was, you know, aren't you worried that you talk too much? Yeah. <laughs> now what? Like, sure. Like that's crossed my mind a hundred percent. So rather than push back, rather than like go hard to try to convince them, it's just like, yeah, I totally get your perspective. Um, there was some in the comments I'll get routinely like stuff, whatever that thing is. Um, Tom, I can't believe you do this, that, or the other. And my response is awesome. Thank you for the feedback. Mm. Right. So I'm not going to try to convince them. What if they're right? Like there might be power in what they're saying to me. So in those moments where I'm, I am going to be around that person for whatever reason, let's just take a family gathering, right? I'm not going to fucking storm out. I don't need everybody to think like I think. So it's just, I'm going to engage with them from their perspective, see what they're about. If I disagree with something, I always choose silence or a question just to learn more. Um, or if like I see their perspective while not mine, like I get where they're coming from, I'm going to say, oh, I totally get where you're coming from. And this happened a ton with your dad. And this was something that I had to learn um, to deal with him in the early days was your dad has always been absurdly kind to me. So why would I ever want to be in a debate or an argument with your dad? Your dad is a very wise man. He has a wildly different perspective than I have, but very wise dude, really successful, amazingly kind to me, obviously has loved you with just every ounce of his being at every second of your life. So man, when I say I've got no beef with your dad, like the dude's amazing but we don't always agree on stuff. Right. So in the early days, I just had to be like, yeah, I totally get where you're coming from. And you know, it's something that I think about and, and, but not push back, not fight, not argue. And you did that out of respect as well. I think out of, because it was my father and, um, no, no question. 100%. And on top of that, it's a winning life strategy. Like I, I don't, I don't understand people's need to convince don't convince, be a filter, right? Find the people that think like you think, engage with those people, but you don't have to like convince everybody. I don't get people that are always debating and arguing. Like you're just never going to find me do that. So, and in a relationship, I think that's quite difficult because, um, often the, the circle of friends or the families are, can be very different. And so going into, you know, a different environment, a different family setting when you're not used to being around that um, can be uncomfortable and then especially if you then necessarily let's say the certain people within that family that you don't get along with so it's like now you're doing it for your partners for the sake of your partner because it's going to make them happy but now you're putting yourself in a situation where you don't want to be in or you're around people that you don't want to be around that can get quite tricky. Yeah. So look, I mean, this would be, this would actually really be fun to have like a camera on the wall and record how I deal with stuff like this. So for instance, and it, it is so situation dependent, but if somebody were over multiple encounters, really like coming after me, eventually my defense is, is very similar when people are really, really coming after me. And it's to ask, what is your goal in approaching me like this? But would you say that to, let's say one of my friends? Yes. Really? 100. 
anybody, name them, the president, because at some point, I just want to know, like, hey, sincerely, what are you hoping to get out of this? Do you want me to feel badly about myself? Do you want me to change my behavior? Are you trying to win an argument? Because if I can understand, one, the honest reason I'm doing that, once you hold that mirror up, you're basically saying, hey, dickhead, like, what the fuck is your possible point here? What they really want usually is to fight. They feel that they're right. They're an antagonistic person. They like to, like, wind people up and see what the fuck happens. Once you ask them, hey, just tell me what your motives are, then it usually then they're like oh what oh my god am i coming across like that then it's like dude if you're really that fucking oblivious that you don't realize how you're coming across a that would be terrifying and b then fine like you've now recognized how you're coming across but c what normally happens is in them having to like articulate it they their mind quickly scans all the potential options and they only have to escalate or de-escalate At that point, you're taking it out of the shadows and you're bringing it to the forefront. You're taking it from everybody can feel the tension, but once you put your finger on it and say, this is really fucking weird, and I certainly don't understand what's happening. In fact, I was about to say, like, I would say, hey, everybody, nobody gets it. I would never do that. I would always take it on myself. I'm not sure where you're going with this. I'm not sure what you want me to think, feel, or do. Um, So if you could just tell me, that would be amazing. That will shut them down 99% of the time. If it doesn't and they choose to escalate, now they are a psychopath and they will come across as such. At that point, if they escalate now, I'm really going to de-escalate. And I'm going to say, you and I definitely do not see the world the same way. I don't understand the advantage of continuing to escalate this conversation. Like, you're acting like I'm attacking you. I'm not. And to make that even more clear at this point, I'm going to excuse myself from this. I wish you nothing but the best. Peace out. And that literally at that point, then I would And you're saying you would do that no matter who it was. No matter who it was. Because I would have a... I've done that in fucking business meetings. Yeah, but... No, no, hold on. Let me... Go ahead. I just want to keep it... Trying to keep it to relationship focused. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if I would... Like, there are certain people absolutely that I'd have an easier time to say like, they're not a good friend or every time around them, they're trying to be negative, trying to bring me down. So I can easily distance myself. That's not a problem. But like, if it was like your family, um, I mean, I've had issues with your family, right? Like we've all had this, we've had issues with each other's families, but like where I start to feel uncomfortable or I feel a little um, attacked, I go quiet because in, in retaliating, or pushing back, or even calling someone in, because you may have every right to, I may push back, but now the other person gets super upset, and it just becomes a drama, right, the entire day, the entire lunch, whatever, it just becomes awkward, because everyone in the room feels it, so even if you're right, even if I have every reason, because somebody's being unreasonable towards me, and everyone saw that this person is being unreasonable towards me, retaliating only makes that situation worse. And when it's a family event, I just wouldn't do it. Did you hear me say retaliate? But you're saying, you're you're calling someone on it. Yes. Do you know how far somebody has to push? Sure, but I'm just saying even that. And can, so let's, let's analyze the behavior. So now take it out of the abstract, make it real. So look at how I have dealt with the the friction that, and which, by the way, has been minor, but like the friction that I've ever dealt with from your side of the family and the friction that you've dealt with from my side mm-hmm. of the family. I'm always, no one would ever know that I feel any friction. No one, ever, zero. I don't like... That's true. But they know that you feel the friction. Because it's not like... 
your quiet is invisible. Your quiet is a statement. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. So whether you but we've been in situations where um, people have visibly got annoyed at me. And it made situations uncomfortable. Yes. Whereas I don't think anyone in my family's done that to you. Do you know why? Why? Because I know how to let it roll off my back and you don't. Hmm. And this is, this is a truth of our humanities. No, that's actually true. So things wind you up. Yes. And I don't let them wind me up. And I recognize that person. I recognize their personality. I know what yeah, they're like. I know true. how they approach the world. And so, hey, I get it. That, like, when they say something like that to me, I'm thinking that is very in keeping with that person's character. Yeah, and in fact, so, you've helped me grow there because and this that's is, the one thing that you you say to me a lot if I get upset over somebody who may have said something inappropriate to me. I'm like, can you believe that? Like, that really upset me. You're like, babe, what else do you expect? And that's actually one good thing about finding a partner that sees things differently because you actually do help me recalibrate, kind of get back to my... Um, you know, like baseline and not be upset by it because you're just like, you know that that's what they're like. You know that that's how they normally act. And so when it happens, why are you always surprised? Like it's a pattern. So break the pattern. Don't be surprised. Go in there knowing this is what like they're like, but see the love that you can have for them. So you've definitely helped me get through that. I still go quiet if someone upsets me, but... Yeah, 100%. And here's the thing. Honestly, 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 you have to... Do the strategy that makes you feel the way you want to feel. And I have come over the years to understand if ultimately you don't get a chance to really like tell people that bothered me, this upset me, it really like gets to you. And I, I believe that in the, in the sort of from the outside perspective, it is a terrible strategy. And you and I have talked about that a thousand mm -hmm. times. But from the internal world that I see, it eats you up. I wish it didn't because if it didn't, there's a much better strategy like from a – and this is admitting that it is a better strategy from my perspective of saying, especially when dealing with family, harmony is the only thing that makes sense. So – you're never going to convince people that you're right, ever, ever, ever. You're only ever going to get the most minor, like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to upset you. You may get into a pattern where it's like you both have respect for each other, so you'll always go through this really fucking predictable and absolutely unbearable dance that I will never engage in because I find it such a stupid fucking waste of time. Yeah. I can't even begin to tell you of like, I'm me, it offends you, I apologize, say how I didn't mean to upset you, like that dance, which you do back and forth. And if you were looking at you guys like molecules, you bang into each other and you spread back out and find equilibrium again. And you, the gravitational pull, you bang into each other again. And then you spread back out to equilibrium and it's just over and over, bam, bam, like this. It is exhausting to see from the outside. I don't understand why humans do it, but I recognize that there is a massive subset of humanity. That's the only way they know how to be. Mm. Legitimately, like to me, with my internal state, I'm not saying it's better, I'm just saying from my internal state, it's absolute insanity. I couldn't do it. It would be so exhausting and like I would just get nothing out of it. So <laughs> at some point I would be the nine-year-old kid with headphones and an iPad. Like if that were my <laughs> only option, I'd be like, nope, I'm reading. Like peace the fuck out. I just couldn't do it. It's so boring. Ah, it's boring. That's what I can't stand. It's boring.
that really went tirade-y. No, <laughs> but that, okay. there was another part to that question though that we didn't address. And it's like, how do you recognize or what do you do when you recognize you're spending time that aren't, um, they're like not oh, part of the five family. people that you want. You just, here's what I actually do. So my advice is officially distance yourself. Not, not that you make an official proclamation, just get fucking out of that situation as fast as possible. Um, what I've actually done in my life is, is a downgraded version of that, which is slowly we lose contact. Um, because I am... Um, an introvert, and it's interesting. So Nelson Mandela in his book said, I'm a very gregarious person, but I like being alone even more. I was like, oh my God, that is exactly how I feel. I am not comparing myself to fucking Nelson Mandela, I assure you, but as a personality <laughs> trait, like I thought he said it really well because I am a gregarious person. I like being big when I'm in a certain situation, um, but then I like being by myself even more. So... Um, yeah, that to that end, that's why like I don't end up spending time with people that don't give me more energy than they take. And so they just inevitably become these sort of really remote satellites that I will greet warmly when I see, but I never go out of my way to see.